재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is an award-winning freelance translator and interpreter. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm really excited about welcoming the new year, the year of the monkey. Yes, the year of the monkey. Um, are you a resolutions kind of a person? I know like people ask each other what their New Year's resolutions are, and sometimes it gets kind of annoying. I am definitely a resolutions kind of person. I make like new month resolutions every really? month. Really? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. what is your wait? Do you have a a January resolution or a 2016 <laughs> resolution? Well, I can tell you what one of my resolutions is. Okay. It's always to read more books. Uh huh. So, well, okay. hopefully, fingers crossed. Okay. <laughs> That sounds like such a book news reporter kind of an answer. <laughs> such a geek, yes. Yes. So last week we discussed some of the key issues that emerged in the literary world, both in and out of Korea. And as we welcome 2016, what new trends should we expect to find in the publishing industry? Well, there are some very exciting new titles coming up from Korea's star authors. Star authors. And I think that's okay. a perfect description because I do feel that they are like literally celebrities. I, mm-hmm. I still get so starstruck by these authors. Okay. <laughs> I'm such an unashamed geek. Uh-huh. So who are they? So Yoon Dae-young, um, who rose to fame in the 1990s, we released a brand new work titled The House of Clowns, mm-hmm. or Zip later this month. And this is his very first full-length novel to come out in 11 years since the publication of Why Did a Tiger Go to the Sea? 호랑이는 왜 바다로 갔나? in 2005. Wow, so first in 11 years. I know. So wow, this is the moment his fans have been waiting for for so long, for mm-hmm. over a decade. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan? Um, well, I can say I've okay. called myself a fan. Yeah. Okay. And I hear Pang Mingyu has also got a new release coming up. We seem to be talking about him an awful lot on this show these days. Yeah, so I have good news about Pang Mingyu today. Okay. Though. So mm-hmm. author Pang Mingyu will be making a comeback with a brand new novel. His work titled Mass Game Generation and was originally set to be released last year, but the publication got delayed, got put back. Mm-hmm. So it will be coming out um, in the first half of this year. Um, so this is his first full-length novel since the success of his experimental work titled Pavan for Dead princess. Right. I read about this book, The uh, Mass Game Generation, on someone's blog, and they described it as Tong Tong Tinda. Which means, um, translator? Really different, really quirky, trendy, like bouncy mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. It has like that tong tong, that's a bounce, bounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of thing. So I'm looking forward to finding out what that means. So yes. how about our um, quote unquote older writers? Well, 2016 marks the 50th anniversary of the Kim Won Il's literary debut. So, mm-hmm. a new collection of short stories that have never been published before will be released later this month. Mm-hmm. So, January is a big time. Um, there'll be a new collection of works by Lee Moon Yeol as well, another legendary author in Korea. And this collection will be published in six volumes and it will include popular works such as Our Twisted Hero, mm-hmm. and The Golden Phoenix. And there will also be works that are currently out of print. So this is really good news for all the mm-hmm. Imunyo fans out there. Right, right. It'll be a good opportunity for them to reread these um, things that are out of print. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's turn to the margins.
Friends. Any news from the non-male writers? Yes, we definitely have some new titles from women writers in Korea. Um, novelist Ha Sung-nan, who also works as a broadcaster, is going to publish a new collection of short stories. And it's been five years since her last one. So this is very exciting indeed. Mm-hmm. And this new title is set to be published in the first half of 2016. And it includes the writings that she published originally on an online blog. Mm, I didn't know that she wrote fiction on her blog. Neither did I. I'm going to have to check that uh-huh, out. Right, right. And who else? And novelist Pyeong Hye-young, um, she was awarded the Lee Sang Literary Award in 2014 and she'll be publishing a full-length novel this year. Mm. And um, the 2015 winner of the Lee Sang Literary Award, author Kim Sum, le- returns later in the year with her novel Eld Trainers or Ere Undunghwa. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Pyeonghyeong is quite a prolific writer. I feel like she's publishing something new every year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less, right? Yes. And what news from the non-fiction category? We talked about last week um, about how the, um, the rising social anxiety in 2015 meant more and more readers turned to books on psychology. Right. And the overall number one bestseller last year was the book titled The Courage to be Disliked or mm-hmm. by the Yonggi. And this trend, um, it looks like, is likely to continue in 2016. According to the book retailer Kyobo Mungo, a number of titles on Eastern philosophy as well as further titles on psychology and the art of being alone are set to be released soon. The art of being alone? Yes. Okay. Well, I was at a large bookstore that will remain nameless recently and most of the titles in the psychology and self-help section had the word yonggi or courage in them. I wonder if that's going to be the keyword for 2016. So 2015, anxiety, 2016 courage to get over that anxiety yes we need the courage to do lots of different things yes like be alone and be disliked (laughs) or be liked even yes or be liked exactly um let's go through this week's top 10 fiction bestsellers yes on the list of the top 10 uh, fiction bestsellers from new york times rogue lawyer by john grisham tops the chart for two weeks in a row Mm -hmm. and that's followed by the martian by andy vire and Mm -hmm. um, cross justice by by James Patterson and the Pulitzer Prize winning title All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doar take the third and fourth places respectively and The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins is this week's fifth most popular title. Mm. And there's only one new entry in the top ten and that's Bone Labyrinth by James Rollins. So that's the one and only new title in top 10. Mm-hmm. And which international title do you want to recommend to our listeners today? Well, this week's number six bestseller is See Me by Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. And he's back with another story of love and obsession and reinvention and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, even the title See Me sounds very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So can you remind us who Nicholas Sparks is? Um, he is one of the world's most beloved storytellers and he has sold over 100 million copies of his books. His novels include 12 number one New York, best, New York Times bestsellers. Oh, wow. In fact, all his books have been New York Times and international bestsellers and mm-hmm. his works have been translated into more than 50 languages around oh, wow. the world. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read any of his works, then you are bound to have watched some of his works because mm-hmm. several of his novels have been adapted as films, mm-hmm. messages, in a bottle, a walk to remember. Oh, I remember that. The one. Notebook. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. He's popping up for two weeks in a row now. Uh, and yes, Dear the coloring book last yes. week. Yes, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what is his new book about? 
Well, the central character in his new book is a man named Colin Hancock, and he's trying to um, give his second chance his best shot. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a whole history of violence and bad decisions behind him, but mm-hmm. now he's determined to walk a straight line. He wants to finish um, his teaching degree and he wants to avoid everything that proved destructive in his earlier life. Mm-hmm. And the last thing at this point he's looking for is a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a bad boy sort of um, trying to get his act together sort of narrative. And I have a feeling that a serious relationship is exactly what's going to happen to him. And I'm also wondering at this point who's going to play Colin Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's her name? Um, yes, um, and he meets a woman named Maria Santos. Uh-huh. Um, she's the hardworking daughter of Mexican immigrants. And she really is all about the picture of conventional success. She has a degree from Duke Law School. She has a job at a prestigious firm in um, Wilmington. And she has you know, has a dog ahead kind of beauty about her. And uh, she has this kind of seemingly flawless professional track record. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a recipe for... Mm-hmm. For a soap opera plot, right? But, you know, she's not Miss Perfect after all because uh-huh. she, Oh, there's a twist. Yes, has yes. a traumatic history of her own that makes her go back to her hometown and sort of gets her thinking about, you know, all the things that she once believed in. Mm. So how do they meet? Um, it was actually a chance encounter on a rain-swept road. Oh, that actually, so dramatic. I know. That <laughs> <laughs> brings them together and that actually alters the course of both Colleen and Maria's lives. They can never mm-hmm. be the same people again. So they fall in love unexpectedly and you know, they both of them tried to think about what kind of future they could possibly build together. Right. But then there are some menacing reminders of events in Maria's past and there is a series of threatening incidents that actually, you know, kind of um, really wreaks um, chaos in their lives. Mm-hmm. And both Colleen and Maria get tested in increasingly terrifying ways. Wow, that sounds really ominous. Yes, and uh-huh. I'm sure love is something that I can actually hold on to. And you mm-hmm. know, and their past, you know, tries to destroy the tenuous relationship that they've begun to build. But then, you know, we have to wait and see whether their love actually protects them, even mm-hmm. in the darkest hours. Mm-hmm. In your in your um, experience as a reader and as a person who has been alive in this world <laughs> for for several decades, does love ever protect anyone from anything, or is love as protective gear a popular device in in fiction narratives? What do you think? Well, if you've seen or read any of Nicholas Box's early works, <laughs> A Message in a Bottle or um, The Notebook, I think that makes you believe in the power of love mm-hmm. as a kind of healing process. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope um, Maria and Colin... Yes, let's not ruin up... it for our listeners. Yes, yes. I, I, I hope they have a very happy life together. <laughs> Well, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Helen, for coming in. And we'll see you again next Sunday. Okay, well, same time next week. Bye-bye.